everybody, and welcome once again to the Freel Thing podcast with me, Greg Freel. Now, I have an incredible guest on today, um, a gentleman who I've spoken to before, but um, due to the fact that the gods of the internet did not like us talking, uh, it was just a nightmare. It was just technical whatever. It was just complicated and whatever. Um, but anyway, Ashley has very kindly agreed to come back on and have a chat, and um, it just means we're we're having a very similar conversation to last time. Um, but I think the fact that the audience gets to see two outrageously handsome older men <laughs> for an extended period of time, I think that's perfectly acceptable. Um, Ashley, uh, <laughs> welcome! Great pleasure to see you again. How are you? I am absolutely fantastic, and, and I'm I'm glad it it messed up because. Um, an awful lot's happened since I last saw you, so um, mm-hmm. there's even more we'll to talk about. We'll just pretend none of we didn't actually have that conversation. No, we didn't. Yeah. No, 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 of course. No. Who, who? No. So a quick 30 seconds, though, for the, for the folks at home on who you are and what it is that you do. Okay, so um, I started out as a chef. I worked in the hospitality industry at my uncle's hotel, which is where I learnt all about customer service and looking after people. Um, and uh, when we wanted to start a family, I met my wife 35 years ago, when we wanted to start a family, um, she wanted to be a stay-at-home mum, and obviously I wanted her to be a stay-at-home mum, so I went and got myself a job in sales, and I've spent the last 30 years working in sales. The last 14 years, I've been working uh, in software for accountants, and I've been working with accountants, and really getting into their world, understanding what they do, and uh, the last three years, I've been coaching and working with accountants really closely to help them grow their business, and uh, January, February, March, April this year, <laughs> uh, I set up on my own and uh, I'm mm-hmm. now doing that and also doing an awful lot of work on LinkedIn and helping people to make the most out of this incredible platform. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's something we were talking about um, before and, and we'll get to that. But um, Full Cup Coaching is the, the name of your business. Tell us a little bit about that. Okay, so I'm one of these guys that um, it's annoyingly positive all the time. I'm always smiling. You're almost as cheesy as me. Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Way up there. <laughs> um, part of that is because I live by the sea. Um, and, and, and that... you, you look like you're in a boat shed. I mean... I, yeah, it could be, couldn't it? It does that, kind of look like that. Yeah, that's 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 got to be the name of this. Because no, nobody yeah. knows what it is. And when people have come around that have seen it online, they'd come around and go... Oh, it's smaller than I thought. So, it looks uh, like a boat shed. I think you yeah. need an anchor or something like that. It's hard and then you have an anchor or something. That would be a good idea. Or a little porthole. I could put a yeah, porthole just there. That's a bit on the cliche side. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Carry on, sorry. Yeah, so um, I, I've forgotten the question. <laughs> Full cup coaching. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so, like I said, so I'm one of these guys. So to me, it, 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 it's a glass is half full, not, not half empty. And, and so... I wrote a song um, quite a while ago now about, it's just all about positivity. But the chorus is, it, it's, it goes, um, you get out what you put in. You're never gonna lose, you're never gonna win. As long as you're happy, you're always gonna mm-hmm. grin. You get out what you put in. And um, I'm a firm believer in that. So I, I, I put a lot of ev- everything in, into everything that I do. Um, but I seem to be very lucky in, in what comes out. So. Um, when I was thinking for a name of my business, I just thought, full cup, why can't I give everybody else that positivity when I'm working mm-hmm. with them? So, so that, that's, that's how it is. And my strap line is, you get out what you put in. So it's perfect. Well, that makes sense. So, and I have Gosh. a jingle as well. Uh-huh. 
<clears throat> I'm just going to say there's a guitar behind you. You could give us a little bit of the jingle, but you know, you're okay. <laughs> I, I won't put, put you on, on the spot like that. Um, but this is, you know, really a relatively new venture. I mean, it's like just the start of this year, really, wasn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Um, I've I've been working with accountants for, for donkey's years, as, as, as I just alluded. And then the last three years... So you just used the word alluded at this time of the morning. I'm very impressed by that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry that's really well, well done. Sorry, Ken. Uh, don't ask me what it means, but it sounds good, doesn't it? Um, I was like, good, that's a good coaching word. Well done. <laughs> Um, and I, I really, really love the, the the chat. This is why I love coming on podcasts because it's just chatting, and I just mm -hmm. love it. And 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 you learn so much from people. And that was the part of the job that I really, really loved. And there was other parts of the job that I didn't love so much. And what I thought was, why don't I just do the bits that I really love? And and yeah. and that and that's that's why I've set up on my own. I've set it up as a lifestyle business so that I can spend time with my wife. Um, spend time with my grandson, spend time with the um, guide dogs and the guitar. Um, and uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. And uh, I'm absolutely loving it. I'm having an absolute blast. And, and this LinkedIn stuff that I'm doing is, is just taking off um, and, and I'm, I'm getting into places I never thought I'd be getting into. Well, I mean, that's actually how we met in the first place. Um, somebody had connected us on LinkedIn and said, you, you were looking to connect with musicians correct, uh, for a, a charitable project they were working on at the time uh, and somebody tagged us on LinkedIn and then you know the rest is history but let, let, let's actually talk a little bit about that because it, it was this amazing um, charitable project which was raising money for you know, your friend's daughter um, in a 24-hour music marathon online of which I ended up being a part of um, a very very small part of but um, it was a pleasure but uh, tell us a little bit about that. Oh, right. Okay. So I'm going to do a spoiler alert now. Um, mm -hmm. Lily is absolutely fine and dandy. Um, she had another scan last week and they got the results through yesterday and absolutely perfect. So she's, she's, she's fine. Um, but, but my friend Will, uh, he's called Will Vine and he is half of our duo. Uh, we go out by the name of Vine and Dandy. Um, and so, sorry. <laughs> and um, we, we, we've been playing together for over 10 years. And he phoned me on Father's Day last year. And um, it was about six, six o'clock in the evening. And um, he said, Lily's in hospital. And um, I, I know that she'd been poorly, you know, she'd, she'd been sick a few times and what have you. And, and, and he was, you know, keeping me posted and what have you. Um, but then that Sunday, they ended up going to the local hospital and the local hospital said in an ambulance right now off up to Bristol. Um, and we, we live down in the West Country. And um, he phoned me because he wasn't allowed in the hospital because it was COVID and they could only, uh, mum, mum was the only one that could go in. So Sarah was in with Lily and he was sat in the car park kicking his heels. And we, we had this lovely long conversation and um, she's got cancer and we don't know what's happening. And uh, it turned out she had an aggressive form of, um, there's a long name and I can't remember the name of it, uh, something sarcoma. And um, they, they did an operation on her that she had loads of chemo. And all the way through her um, journey of, of, of recovery, uh, I was kept in touch by Will and, and I kept thinking I want to do something to raise some money. And my first thought was shave all my hair off. Um, but mm -hmm. I was told, don't be daft, that's, you know, that's not going to help anybody. 
and and so in the back of my head was i'm going to do something and 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 all through lockdown when people were moaning at me about they couldn't go and get their nails done or they couldn't go and watch the local match or whatever i just kept thinking do you know what will and sarah are going through with lily um and, and you know and, and lily's biggest sister anna and you know she's just been left while they're running up mm -hmm. and down the hospital to bristol well while they were up there in bristol they they stayed in a hostel that was run by um young lives versus cancer uh, which is this amazing charity that that supports the families um I'm, I'm not sure whether they do any research into curing cancer but they're there to hold the hands of the family and they have this hostel up there and it costs 33 quid a night to put to put somebody there all during lockdown i've been running an open mic um virtually so i do it mm -hmm. I used to do it in the pub in the olden days um but i've been doing it virtually um and and every week we all meet up we'd, we'd sing a little song we all and, we, and it, it's, it's a nice little community and some of these people probably won't, don't see anybody from week to week unless they come into this this zoom room which is lovely and i said to the guys about a month before the 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 year was up we want to do something special for for you know to celebrate a year of doing this and someone goes, oh, why don't we do, you know, we'll do two hours and we'll do two songs and we can have some mm -hmm. cake. And uh, anyway, I was in the shower and I was sort of like, oh, I know what to do. Let's do 24 hours. Celebrate the whole year and with, with, with 24 hours. And we can raise some money for Young Lives Versus Cancer. And um, we can get some musicians in and we'll raise a bit of money. And I just thought, 24 hours, that's... 24 musicians each do an hour long and we'll raise a hundred pound we'll raise a hundred pound for each hour mm -hmm. and that that would be the best part of two and a half grand that's amazing amount of money to raise yeah anyway it, this is this is like three weeks from the the anniversary of, of the year and uh so i got involved with young lives versus cancer a lovely lady called steph um was like helping me with, with what to do and stuff like that and she said you need to hang it on something and it's 33 quid to stay the night. And I thought, well, six months is £6,022. Let's aim for that. Because uh, if you're going to aim for something, you've got to make it worthwhile. Mm -hmm. So we did that. And then someone said, well, so how, how do we get musicians in? And I said, well, if we get, you know, 24, they've got to play for an hour. But if we get more musicians, then they've got more friends. And then that's mm -hmm. going to, and it'll, it'll steamroller. So I said, yeah. let's do 15 minutes. That's only 96 musicians we need to find, isn't it? <laughs> and, and so, so yeah, so um, people got a bit fed up with me on LinkedIn and Facebook and stuff. But lots of lovely people, including yourself, turned around and said, like, what can I do to help? So, you, you know, you, you, you were posting on LinkedIn and telling people about it. You actually came on and, and performed um, for your little 15 minutes. And, and, and basically, I had people messaging me from all over the world saying, yes, I'm, I'm happy to jump on board. And it was manic, Greg. It was mm -hmm. absolutely manic. All these people coming in and I'm putting it all in Canonly and booking slots well, and making sure thing. I had everybody. I couldn't believe all the, the organization behind it. You know, it was it was the fact that I was like, how is he going to do all this? You know, and it was you Calendly booking your time and here's the Zoom link and then, you know, there's all that sort of things. And as far as I'm aware, it seemed to be super smooth. I mean, it maybe wasn't at your end, but as far as I'm aware, it seemed to be, you know, just go like clockwork. So, so were you yeah. telling me no? <laughs> well, you can only see the top half of my body, can't you? You can't see me running around <laughs> underneath. And I think that's what it was. Um, my daughter turned around to me. So, so when I first thought 24 hours, there's no way I can stay up 24 hours. People that know me know that by 
eight nine o'clock of an evening my eyelids just just get covered in lead and and, and i just can't stay awake um so so there was no way i was going to do i was going to stay awake for 24 hours in, in my head and you know i'm sort of like ian ian helps me with um the 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 um, open mic and i've got a couple of other you know really close friends in that group that mm -hmm. i'm you know i'm sure if i'd have said could you do this slot and you do that slot and we'll you know work out all the tech my daughter went spare she said dad you've got to do it all yourself you've got to stay awake for the full 24 hours you've got to be there because it's been a challenge for lily it's got to be a challenge for you as well yeah no, i totally see that and and I mean, obviously, you kind of hated your daughter a bit for no, for no, 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 at all, not at all, no, because that really brought it home to you. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, and and so, so then I'm like, right, I'm going to do this. I don't know how, mm -hmm. but but I'm going to do it. And because there was so many people coming in every 15 minutes, I was just buzzing for the full 24 hours it was mm -hmm. just it was it was absolutely incredible i had all the tech that got everybody involved yeah and and in hindsight what i would have loved to have done was gone and found them online listen to them message them and stuff like that but the reality it was i've got the day job so i was doing the day job and i was doing everything else that i do and then squeezing this in as well mm -hmm. and so it got quite manic so anyway on the on the day so we started at 4 4 p.m on the friday um people came in and I was like right who's next and I've got all the lists up and I've, and I've made some notes about each one and, and what have you right so this one's next and this one comes in and I don't know them from Adam and they start singing oh my goodness they're brilliant and and I really really lucked out I had some absolutely amazing people come on um mm -hmm. you know oh, I've never sung before in public or I've never you know and they were incredible and it started off and I had I had a little bit of a haircut to start off with because um a couple of people had messaged me and said they couldn't couldn't get on because for technical reasons or yeah. they, they weren't feeling very well or something um and i thought like you're not feeling very well what's lily been doing for the last 12 months yeah. you know anyway that's another story um and and so this lovely this lovely young lady um she was just singing some backing tracks okay and i say just singing some backing tracks, beautiful voice but she'd messaged me and she said what songs does lily like and she'd learnt these songs specifically for lily it makes me well up just thinking about it mm -hmm. now. And there's some footage of Lily dancing to one of the songs that she sang for Lily. Amazing. Okay? And you know, it's people like you that are amazing musicians and, and, and can play the guitar. And, and, and she put in so much work because she saw the value in it. And, and that, that, that picture of Lily dancing around singing mm -hmm. to that song uh, with, 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 with the, the girl singing in the background on the TV, it's just special. It is just so special. And and the whole 24 hours was like that. No, I mean, like, as I say, I mean, I, I obviously just have had a very small part to play in it, but even just kind of dropping in to kind of be a part of it for that, that time, you could tell that, the, you know, there was just this kind of general sort of swell of emotion around it, you know, and everybody was, you know, totally, you know, united in the cause. But, um, I mean, you, you had that initial um target of about six and a half thousand pounds that's right yeah um what's what's the total at around around about now any idea well so on the day uh we were getting close to this to, to the six thousand and twenty two pounds and steph phoned me she said look you know don't don't take this the wrong way but i think you need to change the target 
And I said, that's that's funny because I was thinking the same. And, 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 and basically, if someone goes on to Just Giving and sees that you're at 90% of the target or 95% of the target, they don't really need my money, I won't bother. Mm-hmm. Um, but if they go on and they see it's 48% of the target, they need my money, I'll give them twice what I was thinking of giving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and so she said, well, why don't you make it 10 grand? And I said, don't be daft. We're going for six months. Let's make it 12 months. So, so <laughs> it, went from, it went from two and a half grand to six grand to 12,044 mm-hmm. pounds. And that was, that was then the target. And um, so by the end of the 24 hours, we got to about eight and a half grand and money was still coming in. And then on Wednesday, on the Wednesday following that, um, the BBC had got hold of the story. So I was, uh, so I'd, I'd been on BBC radio, but BBC TV, um, and I did a big interview with, with the guys in my boat shed. And um, so it started off in the morning that um, Lily was gonna be ringing the bell that day. And um, then the lunchtime show showed her ringing the bell and then the evening show brought it all together and showed a few musicians and showed a bit of me, showed a bit of Will and showed, showed Lily ringing the bell. And we were about 1800 quid off our target. And, and it was the it was the last news story of the regional news program. Mm-hmm. And that finishes at seven. At five past seven, my, my phone was going crazy all day, but at, at five past seven, and a notification through that somebody had donated 1800 quid oh and, and anonymously. Because when you, when you donate on there, you can make it anonymous, but mm-hmm. the organizer can see. Um, but this one was totally anonymous and there was no way I can find out who that was. And it just blew me away. And there is some video on, on Lily's life lounge of me coming in here and just announcing it to the world. And I was in buckets of tears, but yeah, mm-hmm. so we, we, we got to our target and it's now nearly 15 grand. That's oh, right. It's nearly Amazing. six, it's nearly 16 grand, uh, with the, with the, um, gift aid and all of that put in mm-hmm. as well. So yeah, absolutely incredible. It's just, just the most amazing thing I've ever done. No, and thank you thank you for being part of it and, and, and everything that my you pleasure did. i mean as i say it was such a a, a pleasure to be a, a part of it and um you, you know i think the thing is is more than anything was that it was the way you communicated the whole story of everything um you know that so sort of, you just desperately wanted to be kind of part of it because uh you know obviously lily's story was just so compelling you know um and you know my family i've had uh, you know all of situations with my family and cancer and um and I do work with the, the Maggie Center for uh, cancer care and that, and that kind of thing. So um, I think so, so much of us, all, all of us really um, have some kind of connection with cancer. Um, and, you know, if whenever you have that, that personal connection, it just makes you want to do that, you, that little bit more if you can, you know. But um, anyway, so <clears throat> that's how we met um, all those years ago, actually. Um, but let's go back to all those years ago um, to, you know, your first um, career moves. Uh, and as you said at the start, that was, you know, working in your uncle's hotel. Did you say it was your uncle's hotel? Yeah, that's right. So um, my my granny um, moved from Gloucester, which is where, where the family came from. She moved from Gloucester down to Boscastle, um, bought a little guest house, hotel, whatever you want to call it, and ran that for donkey's years. And, and then she got to an age where she wanted to retire. And my uncle took over um, and then he purchased another hotel just up the road in, in Tintagel and um, that's, that's down in Cornwall and uh, we, we used to go and visit and what have you and 
I decided that I wanted to go to catering college. So prior to, you know, when I finished school and went to catering college during that summer, I went and worked at my uncle's hotel and I learned not just how to cook and wait on tables, mm -hmm. but so much more. Um, and and, and it, I think it was that that instilled in me customer care, customer experience, um, the stuff that we talk about today, but my uncle was doing it anyway. He, mm -hmm. he, he, he had such a lovely way with all his guests and, and many of those guests had come from granny. Um, so it was just, it was just lovely. And, and it was all about making sure that everybody had an absolutely fantastic holiday. And, 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 and that's all we had to do. And, 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 and I think that is, is just running through my core in everything that I do. Absolutely. I mean, I was going to say, you know, it all comes down to people. You know, and and you know, whether that's the customer experience or coaching with with people as you're doing that, it's understanding what what people's wants, needs, and desires are, and and helping them to to get there. You know, so um, you know, that was a few years ago. Um, what are you saying? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, actually, you look great for your age. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, actually, for the for the people at home, how old are you, Ashley? I'm not giving that away on here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell I'll tell you what. When I was at school, I was the first kid in the school to do the Rubik's cube, um, and that okay. came out that came out in the 80s. So that yes. gives you an idea. I just how... remember when you you um, posted on um, Facebook, I think it was, um, and you'd said, you know, you were celebrating. A certain anniversary with your wife and I was like what yeah, I met her 35 years ago this this May yeah, yeah. And I was like when you were two yeah exactly <laughs> but so, um now, did you meet her through through work yeah we we're both chefs um both down, chefs. down in down in Sidmouth um there's a beautiful hotel at the end of the the Esplanade here um called the Victoria Hotel and, and we met we met here 35 years ago uh we moved away had family uh, and then we came back here 14 years ago and uh, no it's a, it's a it's a lovely lovely place to live great place to bring up kids and a uh, superb place for a quiet holiday mm -hmm. yeah, I, th I think you know it's I, I met my wife through work as well you know and we were working together um and i think you know there's something about that shared experience whenever you both have a passion for the same thing and you know it's kind of like you're heading in the same direction you know no, absolutely. And um, the, the day that, uh, so, so when we left the Vic, we, we went to work in other hotels. And every time it was always trying to find a job for two people in the same hotel. And, mm -hmm. and it was, it was quite weird. What, what you work with your wife? And it was, it, it was bizarre. Um, but, but yeah, and that, that's, that's what we did. But then when I went into sales and I, I left her in the kitchen, um, it was that quite, just sounds so bad, Ashley. It does, doesn't it? <laughs> You just stay in the kitchen, love. Yeah, exactly, love. <laughs> so she said she stayed at the hotel, and I left. And um, you know, the, the the owners were sort of like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" Um, we didn't say why I was leaving, but you know, evidently we started a family a, a, a few years later. Um, but but yeah, so going to work in different directions was bizarre because we'd only ever mm -hmm. worked together. You know, we were we were working together. Um, living together and all the other things that you do as a couple. Um, but then it was sort of like, no, I'm not seeing her now for these huge chunks of the day. 
Mm-hmm. So that that was bizarre. That took a lot of getting used to. I mean, you, you speak to somebody, oh, I'm going to go and set up in business with my wife. And every, you know, everyone goes, you can't work with your wife. And I'm there going, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can't, actually. Um, I, <laughs> I, uh, I worked with my wife for 18 years. Um, and, you know, and it was great. I mean, obviously. Um, but uh, it was testing as well, you know, because we're both kind of type A performers. And um, and it's kind of like, give me the mic, give me the mic. You know, it's there's, my there's, turn, it's my turn. Exactly, there's a certain amount of that. Um, <clears throat> and the thing is now, I mean, that we stopped working together, I suppose, about 2007. Um, and, you know, she she works in travel and, um, you know, she's done various different things. But um, I think the thing is that's really, the important thing is that you've got that foundation. You know, that's what you, you built your relationship on. Um, and she's doing completely different work now and I'm doing completely different work now but um, you still have that connection in terms of how you relate to one another and all that sort of things and it's just that you've got that supportive um, structure you know where you kind of like well we're, we're here to support one another and whatever it is that we do you know but yeah, um, absolutely and that that's I think that support thing it goes goes stronger because she, she's a hundred percent behind this new business you know, it's mm-hmm. not. It's not a case of no. You go and get yourself a proper job, so we've got loads of money coming in. It's. It's no. This is. This is what you want to do. Let's. Let's crack on and let's make it work. So, yeah, mm-hmm. no, absolutely superb. So tell me about. Um, we mentioned at, at the start. We're talking about LinkedIn. How are you using LinkedIn um, for your business? Because it's for me. I, I. You know, I completely live on LinkedIn. Really, from that point of view, um, and I get you know most of my work is through B two B anyway. Um, but um, I'm, I'm a great advocate of content marketing and p- in particular content marketing on LinkedIn. So how's that working for you? Um, that's, that's where I'm getting all my business from. I don't, I don't have an advertising budget. It's a, it's a lifestyle business. So every single penny that, that I, I get coming in, I've got to be careful with it. Um, and, and so I'm, I'm doing loads of stuff on LinkedIn and putting out loads of content. So people are following and liking the content, sharing the content. But I've started doing um, this, what I call a LinkedIn daily habit workshop. And that is helping people that don't really get LinkedIn to fully understand it and embrace it. And then they're, you know, getting business connections and and things like that. So that's what I'm doing. And I'm making sure that I'm putting out content that people can benefit from and they like having. I'm not posting for posting sake. Yeah, I'm coming up with you know positive things, helpful things, um, drawing on my you know the the last thirty years of, I've had um, working in sales, and and you know my my target audience is accountants, and they just don't get sales like salespeople get sales. They're yeah. fantastic with numbers, but it's 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 the next step, and it's helping them with that, which I absolutely love because they make great strides. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think the thing is. Certainly, if I'm if I'm dealing with um, a a business that is more numbers based or, or data based, you know, you've got um, say more of your traditional businesses like accountants or or lawyers or people in insurance or anything like that. Um, it's always about put the numbers to one side and let's un- uncover the story here and make this about people. And at the end of the day, if you can take away all of the jargon and all of the stuff that you're trying to sell to people and make it about the human experience, then 
that's where you connect with people and that's where you're going to get your business absolutely uh, link linkedin is just an online version of your local networking group and 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 so so part of my teaching is getting people to understand that and and, and you know when i talk about that you can you can hear the pennies dropping uh, as they realize that oh it's no it's no different to me going to the networking meeting at the library every third tuesday of the month or whatever it is mm -hmm. um that that's 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 the great thing that that i love about what linkedin has enabled people to do and and let's face it people buy from people who they know like and trust mm -hmm. and um what better way of know, knowing liking and trusting someone is seeing what they're doing on linkedin exactly you know and i, I think the thing is as well is that you know you do get the the trolls who do the oh but this isn't facebook nonsense and that kind of thing you're like it's all people and just shut the hell up absolutely um, and but linkedin has changed as well from you know the way it originally was in terms of effectively an online cv um and just sort of recruitment um to really just being exactly like you say it's that online networking event effectively um but you know i, f I find it staggering the amount of people that kind of go mm, i don't know why are you not it's it's free yeah yeah <laughs> you know it's just you get out what you put in ashley oh yes you certainly do <laughs> i'm going to use that no i'm not it's it's, uh, it's a great phrase you do you, you but it's, i mean I, and i say do. that you know a lot myself you know and people don't get that you know it's just like it's free and it you know you're only going to get back what you put in and and if you're actually active and visible in that platform guess what people see you you know and if you're authentically yourself you know your tribe will find you um and it, for me in particular i mean i i put out regular content on, on linkedin and it kind of it's got to the stage where with almost every post that i'm i'm doing you know I'm getting leads from it or somebody's saying, Oh, can you do one of those things for me? Or, you know, create that video for, for me there or, um, and it's awareness, you yeah. know, and it's, you're sharing what it is, you know, you do and how you do it and how you go about it. And the people that want to work with you will contact you. And the people that think you're obnoxious, I'm talking about myself, obviously, uh, well, um, just avoid me, you know, and that's fine. That's the, sort of the best of both worlds. You're not wasting your time with people who aren't going to be your clients really you know but um so you're doing your your daily thing with with linkedin um how, how does that work oh so um i run a i run a workshop um about every three weeks it seems to be running um so start off monday morning eight forty-five, and you get me and i was like right you're gonna do this you're gonna do that and, and i give everybody a workbook and in the workbook there's instructions on what you need to do and and the the, the whys and the wherefores um, it's not just sort of like right do that and that's it, it's right you need to do this so so, so I, I, I give something away for free here your photo on on, on LinkedIn right it's not really going to work on a podcast but um, most people have got a photograph of them with with their prize guitar or whatever it is and it's it's the, the amount of your face in the screen um, isn't enough to see and what happens is, is you, you're on LinkedIn and you write a comment on someone's post. All they're seeing is this tiny little bit of you next to your guitar or mm -hmm. your best mate at a wedding or somebody you've cropped out of a, yeah. of a corporate photo. 
Um, so, so what you need to do is you need to fill that circle with 60% of your face and then have, and if you have a nice strong background color behind, you stick out like a sore thumb. And, and it's just, so, so the first day we talk about that and, and why you need to do that and examples of good photos and bad photos. Um, and then all the instructions are in the workbook so they can go away and do that in their own time. And then they, they sort of like, oh my goodness, he's gonna check me on that. So they come back the next day and they've all got a photo. Mm -hmm. um, and we talk about the banner and, and then ways of monitoring what you're doing. We look at your SSI score and, and each day there's a different theme. And, and we know all of this at the beginning of the, of the week because we've got the workbook and it says what we're gonna do. Um, if you can't make one morning, I record every session so you get a copy of the video anyway. Um, and by the end of the week, you've done an hour and 15 minutes. But what you've done more importantly is you've shown up at 8.45 at your computer to do some LinkedIn. And the mm. hope the hope is the following week you do exactly the same. And that's all you need to do is to build a habit. Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. Um, so how long have you been doing that for now? Well, I've been doing that for nearly three years. Um, because oh, okay. when, I, when, I was, when I was working with accountants before, I, I'd turn around to an accountant and say, hey, you need to do some LinkedIn. And they go, oh, I don't know what to do. So I'd show them. And I'd go, right, off you, do, off you go. And I'd see them the following week. And how are you getting on with your LinkedIn? Oh, I haven't done it. Right, so I'd go in, share your screen, let me show you. Click on this button, click on that button. All oh, right, okay. Nothing happens. So I said, like, right, okay. Let's do this, you and me, for a whole week. And we'd spend the whole week doing it, just, just 50 minutes every day. And, and, and they can, an, an accountant will commit to 50 minutes a day because they've got loads of other things to do. And, and mm -hmm. it was always before everybody came into the office, so it might have been at eight, it might have been at 8.45 or whatever. By the end of the week, they've got it. They know what they're doing. And I'm, so basically, because it was one-to-one, -one, I was able to go in and share their screen and see what they were doing and, you know, oh, who's that? Oh, he's so-and-so. Right, we'll put a comment on there. Well, I don't know what to write. Well look, there's a picture of an ice cream. Say the last time I had an ice cream, it was lovely. Something like that, or what a lovely view or whatever. Why, why do I want to say that? Well, because you're being a person. You're, you're, <laughs> you're being human. You are human. Yeah, you'd, you'd, say, you'd say it in real life. Um, why not say it online? And it's, oh, right, okay. And, and so by the end of that week, they, they, they knew what they're doing. So, so it was quite easy for me to translate that into a group thing. So the very first one I did, I begged, borrowed, and cajoled people into coming on the on the workshop. And you know, the, the the quid pro quo was let's have a testimonial at the end of it. And they absolutely loved it and got so much from it. Thought, right, I'm going to start selling this. So so now um, you can you can get the ticket through Eventbrite and buy a ticket, and then you can come for the week. And by the end of the week, you're you're, you're loving LinkedIn. And what I've also added is a one to one. So you've you've had this group session all week, and everybody's sharing ideas, and then once you've done all of that, then you have a one-to-one. -one. I've got two booked today um, with people that are like, right, okay, I, I, I love what you said about this, but what do I do here? And mm -hmm. then that's what the one-to-one's for. So in terms of, you know, full cup coaching, is this specifically solely business coaching or is there a more of a broader remit in terms of, especially like you're saying it's a lifestyle business for you. Is this really about helping people to, dare I use the phrase work-life balance, you know, get, get that balance right between having a life outside of work and a work life that they actually enjoy? That's a great question. Um, when I first set the business up, I envisaged working with accountants to help them grow their business. 
but I'm already working with different types of people, helping them with different thoughts and ideas. Um, so at the moment I'm in an anti-compete, so I'm not allowed to advertise mass market to accountants, so it makes it a little bit difficult. Um, mm -hmm. But I've got some plans in place for when, when, that, when those restrictions lift. Uh, I've also got a few people that I know want to work with me. So, you know, the, the, the business will grow that way and I'll, I'll be doing more of that. But what I'm doing with the LinkedIn is, is opening up so many different doors. Um, then there's, there's other possibilities. And I think people are, are seeing me as this positive person and, and, and want some of that in their lives. And it's sort of like, so what are you doing to, to be positive? And it's sort of like, so I'm, I'm chatting to them about that as well and helping them with different aspects. So the, the business is going to evolve, but whatever way you look at it, you, you will look at it that the, cap, that the cup is always half full. Mm -hmm. So let's say two years from now, do you have a vision of where, where you'd like um, full cup to be then? Overflowing, dare I say. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there will be an overflowing cap. That's brilliant. I literally just came off a call with my mentor this morning and he said, oh, you're going to get to the stage where you'll be employing people. And I said, well, I don't, I don't want that. I, I, I want this to be a lifestyle business. Um, That's so funny that you should say that because I, uh, I think we've had this conversation before that neither of us want to employ people. We yep. want to do what it is that we want to do every day rather than, oh, then I'm just, I'm operating a business and then mm. you're, not, you're doing that rather than actually doing the thing that you want to do in the first place. You obviously with you, you're helping people with me. I want to be creative every day, you know, but I think that, that that's key is knowing that's, I don't want to do that. Understanding where you want to go. Yeah. It's, it's that when I was a young man, okay. I, I had a ride in the back of a nine 11 Porsche turbo. Okay. And when I say young man, a kid, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and, and that's when top trumps were the thing. That's what you played with all your mates. And, and the, the Porsche 911, and I think it was the Ferrari Testarossa, maybe, were, were the two cars in that pack that were, that were the ones. But for me, it was the Porsche. And, and, and a friend of a friend or whoever it was, I can't remember how I got in the back of this Porsche 911 Turbo, but to sit there as a little kid, and, and it was just incredible. And I've always dreamed of owning a Porsche 911. It doesn't have to be a Turbo. But you get to a stage in life where it is just a lump of metal with a bit of rubber mm -hmm. at each corner. And I'm, and I'm driving around in, a, in an old Nissan Qashqai. It does exactly what I need it to do. And, and, I, and I've got to the realization in life that I don't need a great big house. Um, what, what I need is time to go out on my paddleboard, uh, mm -hmm. time to work with the guide dogs, time to play my guitar, uh, time to you know, spend some time with my grandson. It, it was my grandson's first birthday at the weekend. And, and the, it, 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 my daughter and, and her husband are, are here with him. Um, and they're staying for a little bit longer because he's able to work remotely and he's got some business down here. So I'm not going to do anything tomorrow and for the rest of the week because I can. Mm -hmm. and that that is how I measure my success is how happy I am and how content I am and how much time I spend with the, doing the things I want to do. So in a couple of years time, I will not be working Mondays. I will not be working Fridays and I'll be making enough money to pay those bills. I won't have mm. a Porsche. I don't want a Porsche. Um, I want to spend time with my family. And, and so all my family will know that Mondays and Fridays is their time. And, and I've got a camper van, so 
you know, Thursday night, jump in the camper, go away for the weekend, come back ready on Tuesday. Um, but I'm also working with somebody at the moment who's gone away for six weeks in her caravan and still running her business. And, you know, so if I go somewhere where I've got decent Wi-Fi, I might just take the summer off and go off somewhere in the camper. Yeah. No, but, I can, but I can do what I want. That That, for me, is success. Not here turning over a million pounds and having 10 staff that 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 wouldn't be fun mm-hmm. yeah i think it's just you know levels of stress that you you don't want um but um no i think that is the metric that people should be looking to more is how happy are you yeah you know rather than let, let's look at success what, what what metric are we using here how much you're making per year, the size of your house, and how many cars you have, all of that yeah. nonsense. Um, let's look at how happy you are and, and the amount of time you actually get to spend with the people that you want to spend time with. You know, but um, anyway, Ashley, thank you so much for joining me um, again. Um, I think you know, we, we kind of got a little bit deeper this time. Absolutely. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a different guy to, to when we spoke last time, and, and it's it's not that long. Um, but the, the more I'm doing of, of, of what I'm doing, the more confident I'm getting, and the more I'm mm-hmm. believing in, in, in what I am doing. People are people are reaching out to work with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas I think I think the last time we spoke, I may have had you know one or two clients. It was I mean it was literally just the first couple of weeks of your business from, from right. What I okay. remember I think it was it was really way, you know, way back then you know. But actually, thanks so much for joining me today, and um, I'm loving seeing the boat shed again. The boat shed. Uh, there needs to be an anchor. Some definitely there needs to be something there in the background. Or, the, or it, it, from where you're sat, it looks like a boat shed, but I promise you, it it it, it doesn't. I know, but that's is, that's all anybody's ever going to see. So what you could do is just kind of like have some like sound effects in the background of like waves crashing on the shore and stuff like that. Yeah, I've definitely work. got the seagulls. <laughs> yeah, that'll work. Anyway, Ashley, thanks so much, and um, great to talk to you again, and um, we'll talk soon. Take care. No, thank you very much for having me.